That is like the word. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Uh, Hello. Welcome back. It's just us here again. It's me, Nikki. And me, Nina. <laughs> we should have like a J-Lo name. Like, not J-Lo. What was that? What were they when? A Benefer. Benefer. It's just us. Our names are too similar. We can't. It would be Nicola. Nicanina. Like- Nick and Nina. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. We're too similar. Unless it was Christina and Nicole. I don't, I still like, okay, so here's the thing is I saw the driver's license. I've seen all of the proof. I cannot convince myself that it's true. Right. So here's the thing. My name is Nina, but it's actually not. It's really, legally, it's Christina. But everyone in my life has a really difficult time accepting that, myself included. So I don't blame you. You do, you... If you don't know Nina personally and you saw her and knew someone were to ask you, hey, what is this girl's name? There are probably a hundred names that would come before you came What would be Christina. another one? Oh my you God. said a hundred. I did. If I were going to name you something other than Nina, mm-hmm. you definitely have like... um. I would name you something, like, really kind of, like, it would have to be fun, but also classic. Like, Esther. Perel? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I had yeah. one person, one of my girlfriends from high school, tell me that if I wasn't named Nina, she would think it was something more, like, ethnic sounding, like, Dominicana. And I was like, like, It would Republican? definitely be Italian. Like, I would say something like... Um, like Antoinette or oh. like, yeah, like something, yeah, like something like definitely like an Italian name, like something very like, I think in Italian it'd be Antonella. Antonella. That'd probably be it. Oh, that's right. Cause Antoinette is French. I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not here to tell you that you don't know your names. But... I don't know my names. Okay. That's cool. That's fine. Hi everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Okay So. So here we are again. <laughs> Welcome back. Talking about shit that maybe other people don't care about, but we're just going to get into anyways, because why not? I'm excited. We're having our juice wine. So this wine, wine, have we explained this wine? I feel like we try. Okay, so the thing is, this wine was from Nicole's brother's wedding. Jamie and Sarah got married. They have since had a baby, and we have a newfound obsession with this wine. This wine has, and I, I don't know if it, I don't know if we've mentioned this or not, and maybe I have, and you'll probably hear it again. Actually, changed my life. And here's the thing: if you're like a wine savant, this is not the wine for you. <laughs> no. Like we're not saying we're not here no. on the horn, being like we need to recommend this amazing world class wine not to everyone because that's not it. We know what good wine is. We do. This tastes like juice and gets you hammered like vodka. Like it's so it's easy. So good. It's so good. So um, as long as you like strawberry I, juice, then you will love it. And I feel like too, like this wine because we did. We've talked about this, and I don't know if it's made it onto any episode or whatever. I can't even keep track at this point anymore. We're basically at episode nine, unofficially. Unofficially. But, um, like, this this wine is, like, inter- integral to our friendship. Yes. Because if I hadn't... So what happened was, is my brother got married mm-hmm. in Jamaica. They had a reception up here. Up in... Um, which I was photographing. Which Nina was photographing. And I showed up late, too, because I went to the wrong address. So I was, like, an hour and a half late. But, like, I feel like no one else remembers that other than you. So... Still not over it. Let it we'll go. We'll never be over let it. Let it go. No. Okay. Hoped to sneak in seamlessly without being caught. And your brother was like, hey, nice of you to show up. And I was like, fuck you, Jamie, even though it's your wedding. Jamie, thank you. So here's what happened. So, like, just to, like, really get into this wine, I, um, so this wine was made for the, the, for the reception. Yeah, for the reception. And I sipped it while we were getting our makeup and our hair done Mm -hmm. for the reception up here. Because they got married in Jamaica, had a, had a reception up up in Canada. They had island nuptials 
with a few people. With a few people. A few, like 70 people showed up. A lot of people at this thing, but then they had an even bigger shindig out in a shed. They did. They did. And it was so much fun. So I started, I had my first sip of this wine getting ready for this wedding. And the second I tried it. Oh my God. Yes. That was the night we became friends. That was the night that I insisted. Because Nikki was hammered on this wine and she was like, we're hanging out. And I was like, okay. And she's like, no, really. And I was like, sounds good. Nina, you don't understand that we are actually best friends. Mm -hmm. We've been best friends for a while. This was all coming up that night. This was a, this entire wedding was a sham. This is, this is, this is my plan. You're punked. This is... (laughs) catfish <laughs> yes they're married but also you're my new best friend and Hi. we're friends i feel like it was like a lot of things that led to me drinking like honestly if we think about it um so like not to get like super sad or anything we lost my aunt unexpectedly mm-hmm. um like right around that time like that within like a week a week or two i didn't weeks. know if that was so fresh. We, so she actually got sick while we were away <gasps> and no. passed away between when we were away and the reception it was the reception and it wasn't like she was sick for a lot like she it was very 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 quick um and i was so close with her and so i was feeling a lot of things i was asked to do a speech at the wedding that i was very nervous about you did a wonderful job thank you and i was also also asked to do like a, a little thing about my aunt marlene at the wedding too or at the reception too so i was very stressed about that so i started drinking <laughs> furiously and this wine early. really helped yeah, move things along. And then after those speeches were done, the only thing on my mind was I need to make Nina Polidoro of Nina Polidoro Photography my best friend because we are soul friend mates. And here we are today. Welcome to our podcast. Still drinking this wine. Yeah. Still soul friend mates. Soul friend mates. <laughs> what the hell? As you can see, oh Nikki God. has already had a couple glasses. But it's going really well. And that's the thing is I actually haven't. This is my second and I just started it. It hits you so quick though. It's really good. It's and I'm really sorry good. if I've come on a little strong, you guys, I today. Mean, I'm not really that worried about it because like this is our thing. We can do what we want. That's true. It is. So I'm not worried. That's true. And also too, I just want to reiterate. It's good to have some context. It's really good. And I, don't, I want to reiterate, I have a lot of um, really great problems. Maybe. I don't know. You have I'm a cool. lot of really great friends. I have, a, I have a lot of really great friends that I feel this strongly about all across. The, like, the, so I don't the, want you to the hear. The thing is. Listen, Sarah, I don't want you to listen to this and be like, have you replaced this me This bitch me is not replacing me. It's not that. It's the wine. It's the wine. It's your fault, Sarah. This is all your Because of your wine. Fault. Why did you so, do this? Thanks. Thanks. Also, I'm going to say thanks because. <laughs> This has been great. I'm really sorry. I kind of railroaded there. Um, I mean, I'm not upset about it. I railroaded there, and this is your episode. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. sit back now and be quiet. Move over, Missy. This is my episode. So, for those of you who are maybe just listening to this for the first time, because you're like, the first episode of anything is always bullshit. I'm not listening to that, and maybe I'm only talking about myself, but that's what I do 90% of the time. Um, we're okay. So, welcome to okay. So, um, last week. Nikki brought up a topic, and now this week I'm going to bring up a topic. One thing mm-hmm. that is probably good to know before we get started is that Nikki is coming at these situations from a lens of a single person, mm-hmm. a lot of love for all the people in her life, mm-hmm. currently unattached, Yes, dealing with online dating and all sorts of things. Yep. I am coming at these situations, old married lady, two kids, mostly boring. I don't, yeah, no, I don't have the same kind of party stories anymore. But I don't have any party stories either. I think you are underestimating how hilarious your life is at this point. It is funny. Like there's always someone like how much, yeah, how much is going on with you and like how much like it is funny it is funny yeah yeah so we're just we just this is our whole thing is we're just going to take turns back and forth bringing something up that maybe the other person has some feelings about maybe it's like a whole new thing that yeah you're going to get the very first hand reactions of so here we go this is i'm really excited and i don't know what's happening this week and i 
And we keep it a secret from each other. We try. We try. We do, we've been doing well. We've been doing well so far, but we're only really two episodes shh, in. Shh, shh. I'm sorry. It's it's okay. It's Guys, we're the best secret keepers. We are so, we are seasoned, weathered podcasters at this point. So what I'm going to be talking about today, things, no, okay. Okay, so this is how it started. I was talking to a friend of mine who just recently had a baby. And I was asking her about how things were going and whatever. And she's like, yeah, you know, and I'm like, it's shit, right? And she's like, it's shit. No one tells you this stuff. And I'm like, right. So this podcast is shit no one tells you about having a baby. I am so ex- Okay, I'm so excited about this. <laughs> and I have to tell you why. And this might be on your list. And I'm sorry if I'm taking over. Like, I one time had a friend. Guys, plug your ears. If you're what? a squeamish. I didn't realize that you could... Like, and I feel like now logically looking at it, I could be like, yeah, I get that. Is like the whole pooping while you give birth. Oh my god, yes. And the first person that told me that, I was like... <gasps> You're using all the same muscles. I was shocked. And I I was like... Things you don't think of ahead of time. Oh my god, I'm... Yeah. Oh my god, Nina. This okay. is a whole Pandora's box of stuff that until you are in... A position where you're going to have a baby or someone you are extremely close to is having a baby there's a lot of things that just seem like a big shrouded question mark and then you're in it and you're like what in the actual fuck did I just sign up for <laughs> oh and so the reason I decided that this might be a good thing to talk about is that when I was talking to my friend who just had a baby I said, she said, like, no one fucking tells you about this. Even, you know, in your early to mid thirties, like no one fucking tells you about all this stuff, which is true. And I think the reason most people don't is because you don't want to scare the person that's going to have their first baby. I would like you to terrify me, please. So this is the feedback I keep getting from people. So like my girlfriends, when I was going through, especially my first pregnancy, I was pretty honest about what was going on. And they were like, this is revolting and horrifying. And it's not that, like, I mean, we'll get into it. So first of all, the first thing I would like to say, oh, and I'm also going to preface this entire thing by saying that the other side of this is that there are people out there who deal with miscarriages or infertility Mm -hmm. and are having a really fucking horrible time trying to get pregnant and trying to just live their lives with the knowledge that it is not going well for them. And I would just like to just take a second to say, Props to those people who are busting their asses trying to make this work for them. And I am solely saying this list out of a position of privilege from not having had to struggle with that stuff and having going in with a different struggle. Yeah. My struggles are very much experiential (laughs) in nature, but I do just want to say that ahead of time because I don't want anyone listening to this to be like, well, at least you could fucking get pregnant. Because I totally can understand that that would be just so difficult to listen to. And I can tell you too, like, um, I've, I've actually thought about this myself because I know, I know a lot of people that Mm -hmm. have tried to have babies and struggled with it. And it's always so heartbreaking and it's something that I worry about as having not had children, mm-hmm. that when I it's time for me to have children or time at that want to start having children, that I'm going to struggle with it. So I can't imagine what they go through. Mm-hmm. I really can't. I feel like we are going to do, well, we, it would be good to have a chat with someone maybe who oh, like knows a lot about it. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I just want to like put that blanket statement out ahead of time that like, I am super not meaning to say any of this as, um an insult to anyone who is no. looking to have that experience and bring a child into their lives. I just want to say that ahead of time. No. This is because getting pregnant and having a baby is equal parts amazing, horrifying, hilarious, and all around a painful mess. You know what happens, but it's like this, you're, it's a secret club. And you don't know, you know, but you don't really know. And then you're in it and you're just in it and no one talks about it. And it's like, yeah. I feel like a six-year-old about to watch Moana for the first time. I'm like, please. I feel like this is more like, okay, so how I learned about how babies showed up was my mom really got ahead of the game when she knew that sex ed was coming for me. would have. And I was in like grade 
five and so my brothers have been like grade four and grade two and so her way of dealing with it was we grew up in a very open household my dad is european my mom worked in healthcare and is all around just like we're a very open family Mm -hmm. and the way that this whole introduction started was my mom giving us a a family viewing of the miracle of birth no that's how it started that's how i learned about periods and everything it all started there so okay time out yes you did you watch this with your your like my mom and my brothers and adrian me and julian were old enough to know what was going on and we were losing our minds (laughs) we're like ew this is sickening and adrian was like oh my god guys shut up i need to see what happens because he it was still very much like a video game scenario to him like Oh. oh like that's that sperm needs to win the game and get to the thing you know so anyways. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, so I'm just going to put this out there. Number one, pregnancy sucks for most people. Like, it's shit. No, but you glow, girl. <laughs> the number of people, so help me God. So anyone who says that they've had a great pregnancy... What that means is, for most people, they haven't gotten super sick. There haven't been any complications. Thank goodness. That is ideal. Can I tell you something? Uh And, like, y'all are going to call me a liar, Mm -hmm. and that's fine. I I have never looked at someone pregnant and been like, yeah, you're glowing. No, you just look, you look like a pregnant person. No, here's the thing. I was glowing because... I was literally just a giant beacon of like sweat. Like I was so hot that there was a glow <laughs> emanating from me at all times. And people be like, oh, you're glowing. And what that meant is you look like you're winded and you're a mess. That's how, that's how you glow, right? Glow. So anyone who says that they've had a good pregnancy, like, like, oh no, I've been really lucky. It's been really good. That means that they haven't been barfing their asses off for at mm. least three months. In my case, nine. Thanks a lot, Andre. Um, they haven't had any major complications, which is good. It's shit. I don't care what anyone says. If anyone says that they had a great pregnancy, great is a relative term. Right. That doesn't mean that they feel great all the time. Like, you right. don't. Right. You just, no. Mm-mm. Well, you can't. You can't drink. Well, you can't get drunk. <laughs> you shouldn't get drunk. Most people frown upon it, so don't. Um, basically, children destroy you before they're even in your arms. <laughs> they ruin everything. I had debilitating heartburn, which was just, it was brutal. Um, but I mean, like they were like you, you expand in places you didn't know would expand your, oh my God. The one thing I will say is when your milk comes in, I had the best boobs ever, mm. but I mean, they're, they feel like shit. So Do they? yeah. And I've, okay. So my sister, my sister-in-laws have both have babies. Mm. I have, a, I have nieces. Um, I have an abundance of nieces who I adore. A gaggle of girls. I which is so funny because I grew up with all boys and like yeah. now there's all these girls. It's a very me. different dynamic. Love it so much. Um, did you ever use it like to your advantage though? I was at my friend's wedding mm-hmm. three weeks before I had my first baby. Mm-hmm. It was a long day. We had to drive a long way to get up there. We'd been sitting a long time during speeches. I thought I felt my legs expanding in. My boots, my high, <laughs> my riding boots that I was wearing. And I was like, Jesus, take the wheel. Get me out of here. This is like, I'm good. This is where I die. This is it. And speeches oh basically ran into the late dinner, right. which was a poutine bar. I think if I remember, if my pregnant mind remembers correctly, because I would never miss a fucking opportunity for a snack. <laughs> and... I stood up and it was literally like parting the sea. I just put my hand on my belly and all these people just got out of the way and they were like, oh, honey, you go ahead. And I'm like, thanks. Like rubbing my <laughs> belly all the way up to the poutine bar. Oh my um, God. I think that was pretty much it. That was the only one. That was the only one that really sticks out in my mind. Is Did like, you ever use like those parking spots? Those parking spots. I don't know if I did. I think with, with, I think when I was pregnant my first, I was too proud. I was like, oh, fuck that. I don't need it. And then. When I was pregnant with the second, I was like, 
fuck that. I'm taking it because I was carting <laughs> another kid baby with me. Yeah. And I have... And I, just so everyone is clear, like, I don't know if they have them everywhere, but... Oh, yeah. They have they have pregnant ones. And also, it says, like, reserved for people who are pregnant and with little children. Yeah. So. um, Childbirth is also terrible. I have thought about the fact that I will only be happy for about 6.7 seconds until it hits me. That it has to come out. It has to come out. So, before I got pregnant, I was like, I want to have a baby. I don't want to of the baby that was my motto Mm. but the thing is you get to the point where you're just like well it has to fucking come out so which is going to be the the lesser of these evils which is going to be however is going to be the easiest way just do that and get this thing out right i feel like those nerves subside when you know that it's like a train that's coming and there's nothing you can do about it you just have to you know yeah it's like one of those things like this is happening. And do not get it twisted. There isn't a single person that comes. I was at a wedding recently and I said to this woman, cause she had a brand new little teensy, teensy, teensy little baby there. And I was like, Oh my gosh, you look amazing. I can't believe that you're here with this little wee baby. Like the baby was like a week old or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh my God. I like, how are you even functioning? Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And she like, I guess maybe she thought maybe I didn't have kids. And she's like, I mean, first of all, it's not that bad. I'm just going to go ahead and say this. Anyone (laughs) who tells you that childbirth is not that bad, they're either lucky Mm -hmm. or they're a liar. And either way, they're an asshole because that is not the experience for most women. Whether that baby is coming out of your cooch or you're going in for a C-section, it's shit. It's six of one, half dozen of the other. It is terrible. I would just like to ring the bell on the first mention of cooch on this podcast. Hello. <laughs> I'm so glad that we're here. Ring this bell. We've reached this point. Ding, ding, the ding. thing is, it's terrible. It's terrible. It doesn't matter if you're pushing that baby out or yeah. if you have to go in for a C-section, either a planned one or an emergency one. Right. It hurts. It's terrible. There are people everywhere. You're naked all the time. There's just like things are going in and out all over the place. It is not a fun time. It's not like it's, like, one thing that you can easily, like, put aside. Be like, okay, I'm in a lot of pain. Okay, there's, like, strangers looking at my vagina. You get to the point where you don't care. For me, anyways. Right. I I reached a point where it was like, is there anyone in the hallway you would like to pull in for this? Because there are enough people in here. I don't give a shit anymore. Right. But all I'm saying is, like, there's, like, there's no kind of, like, it's just everything. And also, it's the kind of, so when when you're having a baby, you are instantly aware of the fact that the people that are there to help you have this baby, like this is their job. So the way that I talk about my job and I'm like, oh yeah, like, so after work, I'm going to blah, 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 blah. They're doing the same thing, but they're also like stitching you up at the same time or like changing a giant pad under your ass at the same time. So it's like this poignant moment in your life where you're like, oh my God, I'm becoming a parent and I'm meeting this little person for the first time and my entire world has changed. And they're like, when is it my break? I'm sick of this. Like, and I mean, I don't mean to say that as though like every person doesn't give a shit when they're at work. I just mean like it's a huge moment for you and for everyone else that's there. Like, yes, it's important and they're, they take their job seriously, but this is also very much a job for them. So they are going around doing things that they normally do because it's part of their shift and part of the process. And you have no idea what's going on. Right. Like I distinctly remember after I had Jude, I was laying on the table and they, I can't even remember. Oh, so another thing that they don't talk about is pushing out a placenta, which is disgusting. It's so gross. It's so gross. I feel like at that point, so my epidural didn't kick in with Jude right away. It didn't kick in until afterwards. My mother-in-law still tells me that that's not accurate, but the nurses were like, could you feel this? Could you feel this? And I was like, yeah, it felt like shit. And I don't understand why people think epidurals are so great because that sure didn't tickle. And they're like, it didn't take, but it took after like, so they, it, it took in time for them to stitch everything up. And then for me to deliver the placenta without really feeling it. But the Jude coming out part was very, very real. I could feel all of that shit and it was gross. Oh, I am like in shock. So for example, what I meant to say was like, I, like I actually had to say to them, can you just tell me when you're going to do something? Because I was laying there, I delivered the placenta and they're just chatting and they're just reefing on my stomach, pushing down. 
And I'm like, can you, I can feel things gushing. Can you just tell me what's going on? They're like, oh yeah, sorry. We just have to like, make sure we get all the excess stuff out before like, you know, we get you in the recovery room. And I'm just like, why don't they tell you what's happening? I don't think there's enough wine in this bottle. Chug, 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 chug. Oh. It's crazy. Nina. It's wild. It's crazy. And I had very like straightforward delivery. Like some people go through awful, awful situations with their baby. I am so glad we're having this conversation. It's crazy. Okay. Okay. On to the next one. Um... Okay, so one thing I will say, this is kind of like, this is just part of that, is like, you feel like you're in control. Like, I went into my pregnancy feeling like I was in control of my life and my body and my world for the most part, give or take. (laughs) And the minute those contractions started, I was like, oh, I always had really bad cramps. So I felt like that was a whole lifetime of my uterus prepping me for labor. I was like, I can fucking handle this. It's okay. It was shit, but I was like, I can deal with this. This is fine. But then there's a point, there was a point for me where I was like saying to everyone in the room, I was like, things are happening and I'm not doing it, but it's happening. Like, can you, like, I feel like my body is doing something and it's honestly just this feeling of like, holy shit, you realize that you have no control over anything. Like, your body literally is just doing what it's doing, and suddenly there's a baby, and then that baby is calling all the shots, and you're like, what just happened? What just happened? It's crazy. So, one thing I will say, girls, anyone who is pregnant, who wants to be pregnant or is pregnant, like, your pregnancy farts are awful. They're so loud. They're just so bad. So if you're someone who has a hard time farting in front of your partner or whatever, I mean, you just need to let that go. It's fine. I, I wasn't, ex- fine. of all of the things I was expecting from that, like build up, farts. Farts was not the thing. I woke myself up from a dead sleep a few times while I was pregnant. And then if you have a C-section, there's this, th- oh, what the fuck is it called? Um, referred gas pain is what it's called. What that means is that there's air trapped in your body and it's like bouncing around because it's trying to disperse. I'm a doctor, clearly. That's obviously the technical description. What that meant for me was I was having extreme pain in my shoulders and back that night. Matt was sleeping on the saddest little hospital couch in the entire world. But I was laying in bed and I remember thinking, oh my God. I'm going to blow a hole in these sheets because my farts were so furious. Can I, like, that's hilarious, but can I just tell you yeah. that this is, like, where I'm at in my life and my affinity for Matt White? <laughs> it's like, you're telling me about all this pain you're in, and you're like, Matt was sleeping on this, like, sad couch, and I was like, aww. I'm, I'm living on teeth, I'm living off of T3's, like, candy, and, and poor like, Matt's tired. Matt's tired. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I'm the worst friend ever. No, so what happened was, I was just so glad he... And back to the pooping thing. Yeah. I, I have no idea if I did. No one will ever tell me. I've asked Matt and he has said adamantly that he doesn't know, which I think is a lie, but I don't know. I don't. So I truly don't know. I assume maybe I did. They're very quick and efficient. So it's not like they're going to be like, whoa, we just like a massive dump. They would just, someone would quietly just take it, take care of it. And that would be the end of it. Yeah. The C-section farts. It was like dubstep happening in my bed. It was like, <laughs> like it was, I was like, is something going to come? Like, so you had a C-section with Dre? Yes, I did. So you've experienced both. I've experienced both. I have not experienced like an emergency C-section. That sounds mm. like a whole other world of anxiety and terror. Jen and Jen was actually rushed into a C-section because Ellie was breech. So Jen is my sister-in-law, my other sister-in-law. I have two sister-in-laws. Jen um, had an emergency C-section with Ellie. Mm-hmm. And I know it was it was terrifying. It's so terrifying for them. It's scary enough. So this is another thing that I have written down is so much shit goes wrong and can go wrong. And it is a miracle that more doesn't go wrong. Yeah. When you think of all the people in your life who've had kids, like... We all know people who have gone through really terrible things with their pregnancies, either losing a pregnancy or something happens to the baby or like it is when you really think about modern medicine and when you think about just 
how many things have to align perfectly for a baby to be conceived and develop properly and then be born. Yeah. That's nuts. It's crazy. How are we still here as a species? It's crazy. Because of medicine. Shit. It's crazy. It's just crazy. That is amazing. Um, so anyways. Oh, the mirror. Another thing I'm going to mention. Naming babies is so difficult. I cannot wait to name my babies. I loved the name game before we were having babies. I can see that because then it's like serious. It's just like, what do you like? I don't know. What do you like? And we're Mm -hmm. just coming up with whatever. And then, like, I think we probably got the closest to a divorce that we've ever gotten trying to hammer out a name for Andre. And by the way, I won. Thank you very much, everyone. But could you imagine Andre named anything else? Jim, specifically, was the <laughs> name that Matt White came up with. No. Okay. No. Just no. You never realize how many people you don't like. You don't realize. And the thing is, like, it says a lot about who you are. Mm-hmm. It says nothing about your baby. It says everything about who you are and what your tastes are. Yeah. And you don't always have the same taste as the person you're having a baby with. I, here's the thing is like, as a single person, Uh I have, I have joked on many of occasions and like people think I'm joking, but I'm serious. Mm -hmm. Whoever comes into my life on a permanent basis, Mm -hmm. they need to come into my life knowing that I will be decorating the house and I will be naming the children. I think that that's totally fine. Other than that, you can have says and shit, and we can compromise. But those are two things. Mm -hmm. And like, listen, I'm gonna be respectful. I'm not gonna need. I'm not gonna name your kid something stupid. I'm not gonna like disrespect anyone. Like, don't get me wrong. But you have very little say. I'm totally down for that. You come into this knowing that, accept it, move on. I'm totally down with that. Anyways. Um, also too, I would just like to say that Matt White is not the only man that I know who has terrible taste in names. Mm-hmm. Some of the names my brothers have come up with. It just, I don't, I mean, I have brought up some names that I like for the future. If, and when we decide to have a third baby, um, I have told him we need to start thinking about boy names so that we don't have an actual divorce when number three comes along. Right. Um, and he'll, it's so cute. Cause he'll tell me like, Oh, I don't really know if I like that. I'm like, so adorable that you think that I give any amount of a shit about what you think. I can't. Okay, for so baby number all, three. First of all, what I would like to say is like I just we just talked for however long about all of the shit you're going through. The tiniest little scratching of the surface, and yet he thinks he has a say in what mean, this baby is he's named. So cute. He does like what he likes, and he doesn't like what he doesn't like. But like Jim, really, three. really. This is the third time I'll be going through it when that time comes. So, like, I'm probably just going to choose what I like. I'm going to ask my friends. And other than that, you can just show No, you know what? I just have to ask his friends. As long as he, as long as his boyfriends like what I choose, (laughs) everything will be fine. Also, too, I. He needs validation, too. It's just, that's life. That way. It's fine. I will validate you. You have our right taste. He's got great taste in women, let me tell you that. <laughs> um, okay, one thing I am going to say. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm just going to say it. Do I need to sit down? I'm already sitting down, but like... I no, like... this isn't gross or anything. Okay. Babies are kind of ugly. Yes! You oh just... my god! It's fine guys it's okay your baby doesn't have to be the cutest your baby doesn't have to i distinctly remember asking my mom we were watching an oprah episode i was maybe i'm gonna say 11 and it was about women who didn't love their baby right away and i said oh my god mom that's like so sad you love me right away right and she goes And that's literally all I needed to hear. That one second. And I was like, excuse me? And she's like... Tracy? Right? Right? And she's like, Nina, I just didn't know... I didn't know what babies were supposed to look like. And like, you just look like this Eskimo. And like, I just thought, oh, thank God you're a girl. You can wear makeup. (laughs) 
that was Trace's immediate impression of me. She did have a really brutal, horrible labor with me, so maybe that was part of that talking. It was traumatic. My mom was in labor with me for 24 hours. Trust me, I hear about it all of the time. Well, I had the cord wrapped around my neck a couple of times, and then my mom had to... They tried, I think they tried a vacuum and that didn't work. And then they had to do forceps and that didn't work. And they had to just tear her right open to get me out. And then I wasn't breathing. Yay. And because my mom's a nurse and knows all the nursey words that they're saying, she's like, my dad's like, it's a girl. And my mom's like, she's not breathing. Where are they taking her? So poor Trace. She had a minute. That was a tough one. And then then I screamed nonstop for six months. And then she saw you and she's like, she's not even cute. She's not even cute. And then I was like, what the fuck, mom? And she's like, well, I just thought that you were going to look like, because I was like, you said I look like an Eskimo. Like, what did you think, miss? And she's like, well, I thought you were going to look like me and my brothers. Like the perfect Aryan specimen of like albino (laughs) white children with perfectly blue eyes. And I'm like, yo, did you look at dad? At any point before I was born, like, she had no idea. And she's like, Nina, as soon as I saw you with the other babies, I knew you were cuter. And I'm like, I have heard all I need to know. (laughs) We're done here. Our relationship is never going to be the same. then, um, you know, I had my babies. Obviously, I'm like, these are the most perfect little things I've ever seen in my whole life. Look at what I made. These are great. But also maybe Judah's the cute one because Andre was really newborny looking. He was just so white and there was, I was like, oh my God, should I have named him Jim? What the hell? <laughs> and I just have to say, you know, listen, if your baby's kind of weird looking, it's totally fine. The cone thing that happens if they come out of your vagina, that goes away. It's supposed to look pointy for a little bit if that's the way they come out. Mm-hmm. It's fine. That goes away. Yeah. They queued up. They start plumping up and then they're like, they're not as leechy when they're like, you know, when they get to be a little bit older and they just are so precious and adorable. Mm-hmm. The cute thing about newborns is the fact that they're little. So their little hands are cute because they're tiny and, and little they're feet, feet, but they are, they have pimples. Their skin is like peeling. They have a gross little umbilical cord. Sometimes they get cradle cap, which is like, so, I mean, you're just don't freak out. Your baby might look kind of weird. No one's going to tell you. There was no. one guy that said to me, I was like, so what do you think? Is he cute or ugly? And he's like, yeah, he's okay. Like, he's cute. Well, what's going on with his hair? I was like, I mean, your guess is as good as mine. We're calling him Patchy because Jude's hair was just everywhere. I don't even know. And now he has the best hair. He has such great hair. Oh my God, he does. He does. He gets that from his mom. So this is... Thank you. Um, But like, can I just like, because I would like to say like, I again, I have three nieces. I was enamored with them. Yes. Like, and I will cry even just thinking about them as newborns. And like, and I thought they were the most perfect baby angels I've ever seen in my whole life. But. Newborny. New, like. Very newborny. Skinny, wrinkly. Yeah. Just like these little worms, little baby worm alien babies. And not not any less perfect than they should be. But honestly, like, them... Two starts happening around, like, a month and a half. Yeah. It's fine. If your baby just looks a little weird, it's okay. It's okay. It's, it's totally fine. Don't worry about it. And that being said, if you, like, honestly, like, I have, like, I have, like, if you look at my, I'm looking at my mantle right now, and I have pictures of my nieces all generally around the same age. Mm-hmm. Like, a couple of days old. Yeah. You know? Like, a week old. And, like, they are so cute. Just put a fucking cute outfit on them. If their faces just, are cute. Yeah, for sure. Faces for sure. are cute. Like, hands are cute. Toes are cute. But, like, when you look at them. All in, together. Like, all together. Little, yeah. As a being, they look they're, very alien-y. They're frowny. Yeah. Yeah. So, don't. It's fine. Yeah. It's totally okay. It's cool. It's totally okay. There's That doesn't make them any less perfect. No. The love surrounding that little person is phenomenal. And... This is, for me and my experience, that's the thing. Yeah. You go through hell. And, like, nursing, if that's what you choose to do, and Mm -hmm. and your recovery, whether you, like I said, whether that baby is coming out through a C-section or vaginally or whatever. Yeah. Oh, my God. The shit women go through to have babies is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. But you wouldn't keep doing it if if it, if it wasn't worth it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So oh. it's crazy. It's just crazy. Oh man! Fuck, I had something else I was gonna say. It was so good, and now it's just like out of my brain. I'm sorry. I no, I stole okay. it. No, it's okay. 
I just wanted to make sure that people knew that, like, you can have an ugly child. It's And no one is going to love them any less. Don't even worry about it. It's totally fine. Like, honestly. Um, so, like, there's a lot of crazy shit that just happens when you're having babies that people do not warn you about. Your hair falls out. My hair fell out probably Mm. around three or four months after I had the kids. My entire hairline fell out. It is alarming. Especially, my mom said that she had really... She like she doesn't have mm-hmm. as much hair as I did, and she was like, "Oh my god, like I'm gonna go bald. Your hair falls out like crazy. If you nur- if you're nursing, oh my god, anyone who tell like, I shouldn't say that. Some pe- some women are very lucky, and there's no problem. Like a baby just latches, and they have no problems with it right away. Ninety mm-hmm. percent of people that I know who nursed had a f- awful time with it. Do not. So this fundamentally, this is what I want to get to. This is like. The expectations that we put on each other and that women put on themselves is insane. So I just need everyone who hears this to know that, like, your best doesn't have to be the best ever. You just have to do your best. Maybe you had your baby and you had a really, you know, maybe everything was totally straightforward in your pregnancy and labor. And then out of nowhere... Postpartum depression kicks your ass after you have that baby and you don't feel connected to that baby. Mm-hmm. That's okay. There's help for that. You can get help for that. There's not something wrong with you because you're going through something. Maybe you had your last baby 10 years ago and you still don't have that baby weight off. Guess what? It doesn't matter. It's fine. Having kids, people that haven't gone through it and even people who have gone through it and maybe just it's been a long time since they did or... Maybe you're generationally, you're in different mm-hmm. places. And it is looked at this thing. It has been looked at this thing as though like, okay, well, she just had a baby. I mean, get going. No, that shit is a complete life and body and mind overhaul that takes a long time to adjust to. Mm-hmm. So anyone who is feeling like they're not enough, that they're not doing enough, that they're not doing it right. Like, fucking welcome to being a, a mother and being a parent. Like, because yeah. that is that is what most of us feel like, and that's totally fine. So don't look at shit that you see on Instagram and just think that, like, you should be able to snap back and fit into your pre-pregnancy clothes. Don't look at it and make it and make yourself sick over the fact that you don't have dinner on the table or your laundry's not caught up or whatever. Just... Be cool. Yeah. Be, go easy on yourself. Give yourself some time to heal and to recover. You need to no, do what's best whatever, for you. Whether you are nursing, whether you're not interested right. in nursing and you want to breast, or you maybe you don't want to breastfeed and you want to bottle feed. Maybe you tried breastfeeding and, and you didn't like it you. or it wasn't for you. Or maybe you don't even go want to give it a try. And maybe you tried mm-hmm. it and it didn't work. And even if you did, even if you didn't. Who do what you gotta do. I know. And I hope I'm not like overstepping anywhere, but like it doesn't matter. You have this like person you are raising. All anyone is asking of you is to do the best with what you know at that specific time. Absolutely. That's all you can do. And there's no shame in saying I need some help. Yeah. Or this is really hard. Mm -hmm. The number of people that I have say to me, like Oh, like, you know, your everything looks so, like, perfect. Your life is so perfect because of whatever. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't, t- I mean, not that I haven't. I don't post a ton of pictures of my kids shorting out because I'm just trying to get through those minutes. That's yeah, not easy. You're not like, hey, Andre, can you pause this for you so I can take a picture? Go, just let me go grab my phone real quick. Like, I need to get a picture no. of this because Instagram needs to be for real. Come on. I think yeah. at the very end of the day... All I would love to see for new moms, or just any moms, mm-hmm. is to just go easy on yourself. Yeah. You're doing your best. And I have been... You in, don't have to yeah. do things the way that someone else is doing something for it to be right for your baby. And that's that's kind of... That's the biggest thing. Keep your baby happy and healthy. <laughs> and just, like, don't give a shit about making your mother experience instagram worthy or whatever and like i said just like do what you do what you can and when you can't let someone know i was gonna say ask for help as an aunt as an aunt and as someone who 
like literally loves all of the children in her life. Mm-hmm. I, if you ever need anything, anyone who knows me, like obviously right now I've had some wine, so I'm a little bit like whatever. She's even more generous. Is like ask me for help. I don't want to overstep. I don't want. Totally. I don't want to step in when you're like, no, cool, I'm fine. Like, please say to me, hey, Nikki, I really could use, I could use like some milk. Yeah. I could totally. use, I could use like five can minutes. You, can you please drop me off lunch because I cannot manage today? Yeah. Like, honestly, like, I am here totally. for you. Yeah. I, I don't know what it's like. I've, so, listen. Yeah. Don't go to your... So we had... When I had Jude, my friends showed up on my doorstep 20 minutes after we got home. They... We'd been talking all night. They had said they were going to come down. And I was like, okay. Because they were all hammered. They were all doing shots to Jude all night long. And I got home and my neighbor was parked in our driveway because we'd had a massive snowstorm. So we couldn't get in our driveway. No problem. Head, head straight over to Dana and Nono's house and dad fed me. And while I was there, I got a phone call from my girlfriend saying, hey, is it still cool if we come down? And I was like, yeah, for sure. Thinking like, okay, they're probably like still in Toronto. And they're like, we're in Stratford. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I haven't showered and I still am covered in hospital shit. Like, okay. Yeah. So they are the kind of friends that they come over and they just, they take the garbage out. They put the kettle on. They unload the dishwasher. They mm-hmm. make themselves something to eat or get you something. That is the kind of friend you need to be to someone who just had a baby. Yeah. Do not expect to be entertained. Do not expect them to run around for you. Do not fucking expect to be on anyone's schedule but the baby's. Mm-hmm. So maybe you do have plans to hang out. Maybe that mom really does want to see you, but maybe she had a really fucking horrible night and she's yeah. like, I would love to see you, but I can't today. I'm so sorry. Yeah. This is just no, it's no longer a good day for me. Yeah. Just be cool about it be cool we talked for way too long didn't we oh yeah we're gonna have to cut a lot of this out we can't cut any of it out this is gonna be a long episode because this is all really great it's a big one but i'm so glad we did it there's a lot of crazy shit i i literally hardly even scratched the surface on like all of the crazy shit that can happen in a pregnancy for every woman out there and every pregnancy that's ever happened there's that many ways for a pregnancy to go and a, and a delivery and motherhood to go so you, and you know what the thing is is i am like i'm really excited for this opportunity and like this podcast in general to just, like, kind of learn from people. Because, like, you said this. Because, honestly, like, I'm like, what can Nina tell me about anything I don't already know? Because I'm the smartest person because ever. Because I love you, Mammy. I've you Mammy, I'm the smartest. And you were like, I'm going to talk to you about having a baby. And I'm so it's excited. Wild. It's wild. So and I say, I, I should also say, I say all this, but I am the worst person for taking my own advice a lot of the time. So. We all are. I know we all are. I know. We but. all are. So that's. That's basically, that's the nuts and bolts of the big stuff I was going to talk about. There's like so much more, but basically just go into your, ladies, go into your pregnancy knowing it's going to be shit. Fellas, go into that pregnancy knowing that it's going to be shit. So listen, (laughs) whatever she needs is what she needs. She needs a foot rub. Just shut up and give her a foot rub. She's growing you a child. Yes, she couldn't have done it without you, but arguably you had a much better time with this entire experience than she's going to. So I don't even think arguably, I just think factually. Oh my factually. God. I still to Jude is now four and a half and I will be upstairs and I'll want a glass of water and I'll say, babe, can you get me a glass of water? And he's like, I mean, and I'll be like, I gave you two gorgeous sons. And poor Matt White rolls his eyes and marches downstairs and gets me water because he is an angel. He's he's really great with that stuff. And then the nice thing for me being like someone in my 30s who has seen like a lot of friends go through with go through, you know, um like with marriages and babies and like marriages that didn't last because of babies. And not mm-hmm. because of babies. Not that it was or their just fault. it was another thing that yeah it was just like tested the relationship exactly way. it's like it's really given me a, a really good perspective on like the person who comes into my life who is that person like what I expect from you yeah and like which I think is like fundamentally super as a key. partner yeah it's not just as a parent it's as you you get a pretty good sense of someone based on how they treat you especially when you're going through things. And yeah. if you're going through things and you think that person kind of eats shit when you're going through something, 
I mean, I'm not saying that they're going to eat shit when you're having a baby and stuff, but you know. So Nina and I are both in the wedding industry and the number of times I've seen like couples come in and I want to pull like, like either the bride or groom or side. What are you doing? Walk away right now. Yeah. Like, do you see how they're reacting to this wedding? Which is not like in comparison. Literally nothing. such. Yeah. So yeah. Disclaimer. All of my couples are amazing and I've never thought that about anyone. Okay. <laughs> No, 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 no. Like, most of them are great, but, like, you know what yeah. I mean, right? Like, And that's, like, anyone. Weddings do just bring out the crazy people. They do. Weddings is a whole other pod that we're going to get into Eventually, in the yeah. very near future because I am up to my neck in wedding season, so I'm feeling a lot of things about weddings right now. Mostly good, but just funny observations. And, like, I think that's the best part. Mm-hmm. This has been, like, really wow. fun. And, like, Nina went into this episode being like, hey, I don't know if I can carry this. I don't know if this is a good, I don't know if this is a good topic. Honestly, I have learned, I have learned so much and I feel like anyone kind of listening that doesn't have kids or is like, it's like really good. My hope for this is that moms who've gone through it are like, yes, you're, yes, people need to know that. Yes, they push your placenta out. Yes, your nipples can crack open while you're trying to nurse your baby and it's the worst thing in the world. Hey, guess what? C-section moms or people who might go to C-section T3s make you constipated, which is something I did not know. And I was popping that shit like candy. Oh, my God. And then you're all, oh, my God. No, it's just so much. It really is so much. I get why people don't say it. It's because they don't want to freak people out. But, like, listen. I also up, think, guys. Like, I also think, too, if I ever, like, again, like, if I ever get to the point where I'm having a child, you and I are going to have this conversation again. A few times. Sober. Yeah. <laughs> And honestly, one of us, dear, will maybe be sober. Me, <laughs> theoretically, that will oh have to be me. Anyways, you guys, this has been so much this fun. This is fun. I'm, I really hope it didn't bore the shit out of you guys. I feel like if it was boring, then like, I mean, then maybe just turn it, to go back to neck tattoos because that was there was nothing boring in that one. Shut up. There's so much boring in that one. No. Um, but this has been a great time. If thank you, you, thank you. If you want to get in touch with us, we are on. Oh yeah, ask Nikki because I don't have a clue. Okay, I've had three glasses of wine through this podcast because I have needed it. It has been a lot okay. for me to digest. Okay, so podcast. It's but I I, I um I shortened it to okay so pod because I thought it sounded oh, cool. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. On at like gmail.com. At gmail.com. At okay so pod. On the Instagram. On the gram of Insta. And Twitter. The, the Twitter. We're not super into Twitter at this moment. I miss, I mostly just use it to follow people that I hate politically or agree with politically. But I can get more into it if I need to. Well, I just feel like all of the podcasters Twitter. They're Podcasts like, are more into Twitter than Instagram. Maybe we're going to be the trailblazers that changes all that, okay? Because Instagram is my shit. I love Instagram. So DM us, email us. We have some like really exciting things kind of like that we're thinking of. And I'm like looking at Nina being like, please tell me that I'm right. Validate me. Please tell me I'm right. (sighs) No, we do. I'm really excited. And you guys. That's everything. That is. Oh, and it's been a lot. We're going to have to cut some of that out. We have to. The farting thing can go. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Okay, bye. Bye, guys.